Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. I hope everyone's having a great April so far. I feel like my life is slowly returning to normal after getting vaccinated, and it's just a really good feeling. It's like I'm breathing a sigh of relief here after a really annoying year. Um, and the Oscars are coming up, my favorite night, April 25th. So I'm I'm excited for that. And, and I mentioned this last week, but the SAG Awards got me excited and the BAFTA Awards um, over in England this past weekend. So yeah, so I'm pumped. Now, pre-pandemic, this podcast, the whole premise was around taking the footage from red carpet interviews that I did and that I, events that I covered and telling you guys about the events and interviewing lots of different people on the red carpets and sometimes even having more than one red carpet per, per episode. So that was the whole thing with red carpet rendezvous. So then the pandemic hit and I had to change things up a little bit. So I've been having one guest per show, one guest on Zoom, sometimes in studio. But this week, I'm going to try something a little bit different and bring you two guests, two separate interviews, two very different people. So hopefully you'll like this format. You'll have to email me and tell me what you think. Lauren.conlin at wabcradio.com. Yeah, just send me your feedback. So, you know, if you like a longer episode with with these two guests or maybe the shorter episodes you like, I'm just trying to get a feel um, for what to do with, with, with these formats and and everything. So, or until red carpets come back, which, you know, I'm hopeful they'll come back soon. I'm, I'm thinking maybe by the fall. So I guess we will see. Anyway, our guests this week are pretty awesome. We've got actress Elizabeth Perkins, who's currently on the show, The Moody's on ABC with Dennis Leary. And then we've got Johnny Bananas from MTV's The Challenge, who's now hosting a show called Celebrity Sleepover. So yes, two very different guests here. Now let's start with Elizabeth Perkins. She is truly a phenomenal actress who's been working her entire adult life. Now, to me, she will always be known um, for her role in the movie Big with Tom Hanks, where she played his love interest. She was so good. Uh, she played Wilma Flintstone. And, you know, she was absolutely incredible as Celia Hodes in the series Weeds. That was one of my favorite shows. And she was one of my favorite characters. So now the ABC show The Moody's is on its second season. And Elizabeth and I talk about that show a lot. And just so many other life topics. I found her really interesting. She made a comment at one point about how lucky she is that she gets to work, you know, and act and do what she loves. And she's been able to do it so long. But she's also able to live her life. Like she can go to the grocery store and she can do things without getting recognized and just chased by the paparazzi and and, and whatnot. So um, I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation with Elizabeth. I'll play it right now. And then we will get to Johnny Bananas. Um, so congrats on season two of the Moody's. What a fun show. Oh, it's, I'm so 
so blessed. I mean, yeah. I just turned 60 last year, and I'm out there doing a comedy with Dennis Leary and <laughs> Jay Baruchel, and I'm just having such a good time. I never sort of thought my career at 60 was going to be this much fun, and I haven't had Aww. this much fun since I did Weeds, so I'm thrilled. Yeah, well, I- I'm going to get to that, but I actually just read this amazing article about you um, in page six, and it said you'd read the phone book with Dennis Leary, and I was like, that is so great. So <laughs> is it safe to say he's one of your favorite co-stars? Oh, absolutely. You know, Dennis Leary sort of, people think of him as, as being really wicked. Yeah. You know, he has this really sarcastic sense of humor. And if you've ever seen his stand-up, you know he's just out there. Yes. But what I didn't know about him is that he's this huge humanitarian. He's a philanthropist. He donates and raises uh, money for the Leary Firefighters Foundation. I mean, oh hundreds gosh. of thousands of dollars for the Cam Neely Foundation. He works with Michael J. Fox. I mean, he's just giving it back and paying it forward left, right, and center. And I really admire him for that. Oh, that's so, so I, nice. There's a whole other side of him that I didn't know about that just makes me love him even more. That's so sweet. Wow. That's like, mm-hmm. that's really sweet. Oh, my gosh. Like, you wouldn't know that about him. Right, right. No, I I honestly would not. Because, you know, I feel like he's a good person because it's not actually publicized, all of these things, right? He's not doing it for the the fame and the notoriety and for people to say, oh, you're such a good person. He's just doing it, you know? That's that's really refreshing. Oh, no, and it... It really started from the, the uh, a death in his family. His cousin was a firefighter, and that's where it all started. And that's where the the show Rescue Me came from. And, yes, you know okay. he just keeps putting it out there, and it's uh, I, I really admire him for that. Well, that's very, really that's do. very awesome. You guys have great chemistry on screen. It's it's such a fun Thanks. show. Um, I also loved you on Sharp Objects last year. I read the books, and I was like, wow, this she's amazing. Um, yeah, you just, you Gillian know, an amazing writer. She's, yeah. she's incredible. Yes. Yeah. Did you did you read all her books before doing that show? Of course. Yes. I had to. You know, and I mean, I had to sort of get into the, that mindset. Mm. And it was such a brilliant time to be able to work with Patricia Clarkson and Amy Adams, of course, and Chris Messina. Yeah. Um, a very very dark subject matter, but I think that that Amy handled it just like such a true artist when we were on the set it was a really difficult role for her mm-hmm. and the whole subject matter of cutting and um munchausen really dark situation right um and yet she managed to sort of keep it um light and positive every time we were all on the set together yeah and i mean she was a great producer and actor i thought it was woman. brilliant and brilliantly cast as well i was i was very pleased with it a lot of the times i i haven't been pleased with you know books turning into movies or shows but this one yes. i was i was happy um so uh, one of my all-time favorite television characters actually is celia hodes from weeds i was <laughs> i mean really i i like i really miss her and i've i've had romany on the show about twice and we've talked about you and, oh, and love he loves you. So yeah. Much. Yeah. Uh, oh god, I adore him. What a kind gentleman he is. The kindest. A, oh, yeah. he's such a rare talent. Mm-hmm. Celia was um I loved playing her the most probably of any character I've ever done. Aww. I mean, and I've done I've been around for a long time and I I, I think what it was was that I it was the first chance I had to be like truly evil mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and yet it was within a, a, a comedy genre so there was just this wickedness about her and it all <laughs> came from 
uh, from pain, mm-hmm. you know, like she was just transferring the pain she was feeling onto everybody who came into her universe. Right, right. And, you know, for a performer, that's a great gift to be handed somebody who's just, you know, like mm-hmm. no holds barred, just going to be really angry in your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I it's always gas to play. We wanted know? more Celia. I think every every scene, I just wanted her. She just made the show so <laughs> so interesting and so spicy. You know, like she oh, had this thing. True. Yeah, she was off the wall. Mm-hmm. Like you never knew what was going to come out of her mouth, and um, <laughs> yes. she was always wronged. Like, everything she did just mm-hmm. ended in disaster. Yeah, but and, it was perfect. You know, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Absolutely exactly. perfect. I mean, like I said, I miss her. So I can only imagine you must really miss her. Oh, absolutely. I miss playing her every day. Yeah. Originally, there was this, we had heard some rumors about a possible Weeds reboot that was in the in the the making over at Stars, But then that just kind of died out. I oh, don't my really gosh. What happened there. That but would, I would be amazing. To sort of see Nancy and Celia, you know, 10 years later. I think yeah. that would be a great show. Wait, that would be crazy. We have to make that happen. That would be seriously the I best. And- make that. Yeah, I think oh. that would be a really good show. Everybody would watch it. Everybody wants it back. Like, did you hear Dexter's coming back? Yes, yeah, right? I actually did. Yeah, they were actually filming in my little hometown in, in Western Massachusetts. Oh. Just over the holidays. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Wait, that's so funny. I'm from New Hampshire, by the way, so we're neighbors. Um, oh, where are you from? Uh, Bedford, New Hampshire is right outside of Manchester. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm from a little town called Shelburne Falls, Massachusetts. Okay. Between Greenfield, Massachusetts and um, Williamstown. Oh, I, I think I know where that is. I think that might be like a, a little bit further. I mean, from Boston. Right. Am I right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, okay. We're way up on the Mohawk Trail. Okay. And um, they were up there filming Dexter. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, it's coming back. Wait, that is amazing. How um yeah. how did you wind up? I mean, you know, you're born in Massachusetts, like very, very far upstate. How did you how did you end up um in New York and LA? Uh, well I was born in Queens. Okay. And um then we moved up there when I was, oh, I don't know, maybe eight or something Mm -hmm. um, to my grandfather's farm. And then I was raised on a farm, which was really great coming from Queens. Wow. Um, But we always had ties to New York. You know, my father worked there and um, I ended up going to school in Chicago. And then my sister was living in New York by then having graduated and she was in finance. And I moved Mm -hmm. back to New York and we shared an apartment and I got my start in theater there. Yes. So um, yeah, New York is sort of, you know, being from New England, it's either Boston or New York or sort of the big hubs. So true. And and it's very easy to get there. And, you know, you hop on a train and you're there. So mm-hmm. it was it was close. Yeah, was close. And that's was, that's exactly how I feel. My yeah. sister ended up in Boston and my brother and I ended up in New York. So it just you're right. It right. makes sense. It's Boston or New York when yeah. you're from New England. <laughs> um, yeah, you... And when you fly home, you either go there or you go Hartford, you know, you yes. do Hartford, Boston, <laughs> Albany, New York, you know, like. The, OK, Elizabeth, I'm ashamed, but I used to take like the Fungwa bus, that that bus that was ten dollars from Boston to New York, and my dad oh, would just pick kids. me up. Yeah. Oh no, no, all my kids did the Fungwa bus. Yes. I mean, I thought yeah. I was going to die half the time, but you know, it was fine. It got me there. But again, I had to pray the I entire think, time. So I, it's so true. Then I think people did die. I think yeah. it became like a horrible thing. I think but you're right. It was. 
sort of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think about it now, and it's almost like you're like, oh, I wouldn't let my kid take that bus. And then you're like, wait, what's the other option? I have to go pick them up. Okay, you can take the bus. <laughs> right. Or it's going to cost them like, yes. you know, $400 yeah. to rent a car or something. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. But why are there no trains that go east west in the state of Massachusetts? You know, why are there no right? trains? It's so stupid. I've, I've said that for years now. It's so, so stupid. But um, do you, I just wanted to ask you, do you feel like now, you know, we're, we're April 2021, do you feel like your life is slowly getting back to normal? Slowly. Mm-hmm. Slowly. I've gotten the first vaccine. Okay. I'm waiting on my second vaccine. But then I was just reading that they're only good for like six months. I read that so too. Much. The Pfizer, I right? That. Oh and my gosh. That's so funny. I'm so mad. <laughs> So I'm sort of waiting for all of my inner circle to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that that will at least allow us to sort of get together in little pods. Right, right. You know, I don't, I don't see um, the world opening wide un- until at least you know three quarters of the country is vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with don't. you. I saw today um, they're starting to sell Broadway tickets for September, like Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> um, so that <laughs> made me excited, September. I was like, that seems doable, right? Like, it seems... That seems doable. Yeah, it does. It's like seven wait months. for Broadway to open. I, I, the, the loss of theater has just been... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just been devastating, not only for performers, but, you know, for writers and right. the crews and, yeah. you know, the, especially in New York. I oh. mean, that's, that's a, totally. a, a citywide, you know, support mm-hmm. that's just been missing. I mean, it, it's interesting to me, and I've said this before, but that Broadway brings in $14 billion to the city a year. And it's like, it's almost like high school, though, where it's like, oh, you know, you see people at the Super Bowl and at these sports games, and you're like, why does sports get all the money and all the attention? And then here you have what? the arts, which is like pushed to the side, right? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean... Uh, yeah, it's it's a whole other ballgame. Yeah. That's no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to the theater, yes. um, it's pretty shocking. Yeah. It's pretty shocking. Right. Yeah. Now, um, so someone that I work with, his name is Chris. He's also a big fan of yours. And he really wanted me to ask you about um, your scene in Big with Tom Hanks. He wanted to know if people come up to you on the street and, and like, say that line about sometimes she spells the hyphen. <laughs> he really oh, he recited the whole one. thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the classic lines from that movie. And yeah. I, you know, at the time, none of us thought that was, well, that's going to end up being one of the classics. Sometimes she spells the hyphen. Yes. I mean, it was brilliantly written, that movie. And, of course, Tom Hanks just took the whole thing to another level. I mean, you did, did, too, to be honest. You're, you were amazing oh, in that. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. I really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're incredible. Um, And now... It's interesting to me because you have you've been acting for so long. You've been in the spotlight for a really long time and you do an incredible job of just staying so focused. You've stayed out of all the tabloids, um, you know, with your personal life. You you really just seem to have it together. And I don't really ever say that to anybody that I interview because it's you know, you you read certain things and obviously some people can't help what the tabloids print, but I mean what what is your secret here or what kind of advice can you give to to people out there that might be in the public eye that just have all these issues? Well, you know, sometimes you'll 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 meet people and you'll go, Well that's an actor mm-hmm. and then you'll meet some people and you'll go, Well that's a movie star mm-hmm. and and 
you know, for me, it's never been about fame. I never, I, I, I actually am sort of repelled by fame. Mm. I, I, so I just, I maintain a, a really low profile and I'm not, this is not to condemn anybody who's super famous, um, sure. but I never, I, I would never have liked to have been in a position where I couldn't go anywhere Yeah, where I didn't have the freedom to sort of blend in. I, I would find okay. that like, tantamount to being in jail. Do you blend so in, it, though? I feel like you are—you're extremely I recognizable. <laughs> I mean, I blend in very easily. And, wow! And I like that. I like that about my career is that I'm able to do, mm. you know, pretty much whatever I want. I've been doing this forever. Um, I think I'm going on like 37, 38 years. Right. And I still am able to kind of go to Disneyland with my kids or go, you know, to my supermarket or yeah. do whatever I want without, um, you know, having throngs of people. That's amazing. Um, that's I, I mean, that's a, a lot. That's a lot to, to be said for that. I mean, it's funny. Romney actually said the same thing when he goes to Florida. He told me that he go, he's able to go to the grocery store in Florida and no one really says anything to him. And I just found that I'm like, really? I feel like that's crazy. You guys are so recognizable. But I, but not to the point where like we have paparazzi following us. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I sort of I, I think there are some people who seek out that fame because mm-hmm. that's really what they want. Um, right. And then there's actors who just kind of quietly go about their business. And I think I'm more of the latter. Right, so. right. Now I just um, keep a low profile. Yeah, and and like I said, you you just do an incredible job of of you know, focusing on your work and, and making us, you know, viewers just really respect you and respect the work you do because you're incredible. And you just, you know, you, it's, it just shows that you're not in this for the fame. What you just said, it completely comes across in all of your work. So, um, yeah, no, you're awesome. Now I I wanted to to just disappear into a role, you know, and (laughs) sometimes I'll find like, if it's a person's super famous, I, I I can't get past that person to mm-hmm. to see the character, and yeah. so that's another reason that I I just have never sought out fame on any level. Mm. And you you seem to play all of these different characters. I mean, you you're I, I don't know. It's not called a book. Your resume, your whatever you call it. I mean, you've got you've played right. everything, every type of character. I love it. Yeah, and and for me, there's no small roles either. You know, I've been mm-hmm. playing Mandy Moore's mother on this is us for the last four seasons yes and it's a it's a role where i go in and i do one episode a year or two episodes sometimes three yeah and i love it Mm because i get to work with mandy yeah you know i I mean mandy moore is she a doll she seems like a doll oh my god yeah she's completely everything yeah seems like it Mm -hmm. she's one of the most kindest oh just lovely and so beautiful yeah she just like blossomed and now she just had a baby i I saw that yeah yeah she's gonna be an amazing mom i agree you know it's a small role i did a small role on the show glow Mm -hmm. which i love the ladies of glow and can't believe it was canceled yeah that Um, show was so good Uh uh-huh loved it yeah loved it with Allison and and she directed one episode that I did and oh, wow. and so I just take the work when it comes yeah you know right right no that's that's extremely smart now as far as cancel culture goes I I've been hung up on this recently because I just find it all to be 
extremely complicated. I mean, every... Very. Right? I mean, everyone gets heat for everything they say. I don't know if you read about Cher. Mm-hmm. Did you read about Cher, about getting heat for her George... No. Yeah, I mean, it's this is just a, a silly example, but she tweeted during, you know, the George Floyd trial is this week, and she just said, you know, this is so sad. I wish I was there. I could have done something to help. Now, I read Ooh. this, and I'm like, what's wrong with that? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. she probably couldn't have helped or we all think we can help but people were accusing her of having this like white savior thing going on I don't know and they absolutely tore her apart so it's like it just shows you cannot say anything right I mean you can't say anything no you can't you have to be very careful these days and I I think that that's a there are a lot of positive things about that I do think that that um, society comes to a crossroad and has to make decisions mm-hmm. and um, I think we've come to that crossroad and I think a lot of really um, progressive positive change is going to happen from um, a lot of these movements whether it's black lives matters or yeah um, the me too movement I do think there's going to be positive change and in the meantime you know everybody's sort of figuring it out like what does that look like what does that feel like right and um you know people are going to make mistakes that's Mm -hmm. you know that's just sort of comes with any change change is uncomfortable but change is always necessary yeah and what what you said makes sense and and that type of change is amazing i think (laughs) <laughs> what I'm just kind of referring to is the Mr. Potato Head and this and that. And you're like, right. really? Nobody even said anything. Nobody was complaining about that. You don't have to change yeah, nobody, it. Yeah, nobody's canceling Dr. Sue. Yes, so, exactly. Nobody said anything. So where did this come from? To acknowledge, you know, know, that there is institutionalized racism. We're yes. not yes. saying that. Yeah, we're just trying to acknowledge. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, this is this this year has been incredibly interesting and eye opening. And I think um, I think a lot of us are, are forever changed. And I don't know if you would agree, but but, yeah, it seems like that to me. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I also think, you know, you couple in, you know, the, the Trump administration in the middle of a pandemic yeah. in the middle of social unrest. Mm. And it's been huh. a pretty overwhelming year. Uh, it's been yeah. pretty remarkable. Yeah, one exactly. The, one, one for the books, that's yeah. for sure. Emotionally exhausting, if you will. <laughs> yeah. And you can't leave your house. So yeah. Oh, fun. yeah. That whole thing, too. Um, well, at least we have season two of the Moody's that we can look forward to and we can laugh and just sort of forget about um, the crappiness that's going on in our life, even though it's getting better. So, <laughs> Elizabeth, thank exactly. you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. It yes. was such a pleasure. And I look forward to seeing you um, on Bravo tonight. I saw you were going to be on um, Andy Cohen's show, so that's fun. I am going to be on Bravo I know. Tonight. You are I making your rounds, that. girl. You're awesome. I'm such a housewife freak that it's like always. Wait, you are? That's so funny. (laughs) Total freak. Love it. Love it. Wait, what's your favorite? New York or New Jersey? Um, originally it was Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. I mean, okay. I, I started with the OC. Okay. I'm an original. I'm an, uh, yeah, I'm an OG. I love it. OG. I so did not picture yeah. you liking the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so silly. I love it so much. <laughs> so I would say originally OC and then I switched to Beverly Hills and then New York. Okay. I had, um, New Countess, Jersey. the Countess on. Jersey. I okay. was not a big fan of Potomac, but now I've gotten no. into it a little bit, and I'm just I'm just making my way through Salt Lake. Okay, you uh, you surprise no, me. Uh, still not. <laughs>
quite sure about Salt Lake. And okay. I love Andy Cohen so much. Mm, I, I adore him. I saw um, one of those, the wives got arrested, Jen Shaw. I think she's she's yes, Salt Lake. Yeah, that's sketchy. I mean, come on, aren't you I making it up on the show? But. It. We'll read up on it. Yes, yes, read up. Um, well, good luck tonight. And Elizabeth, thank, thank you, you. Thank you so much. Okay, so that was Elizabeth Perkins. Now, she was fabulous. I mean, what a gracious woman she was. I hope I get to meet her on a red carpet one day. You know, she remind me of, reminded me, sorry, of Kira Sedgwick a little bit as well, where she just, you know, she knows how to give a good interview. She knows how to, to speak, and she just, she's great. So, Moving on to Johnny Bananas, he's known for being on MTV's The Real World and then legit 20 seasons of MTV's The Challenge. (laughs) Crazy. Now, he's done an amazing job of being this reality superstar that's become a household name now, Just and not just for reality shows, for other things as well. He's hosting a new show called Celebrity Sleepover, which is a really fun idea. It's almost like a late night talk show in the form of a sleepover with a celebrity guest. When I say form of a sleepover, I mean they do fun little sleepover things like, you know, make snacks and have drinks and blah, blah, blah. It airs every Saturday night after SNL. And his first guest ever for the show, I think it premiered on April 3rd, was Tiffany Thiessen. And who doesn't love Kelly Kapowski? But overall, Johnny is a cool guy. And he seems a lot more chill one-on-one than he does on TV. And I mean, obviously, we kind of get into that a little bit. But reality shows only edit and pull what they want you to see, right? And and Johnny knows firsthand. But anyway, Anyway, I think you guys are going to like him. Take a listen to my interview with Johnny Bananas. Hello. Hello. Hi, Johnny. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, fucking, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, just first. Uh, adjusting oh, to um, you this can. crazy time change. I just flew over from, from California. So they're like, yeah, you're doing press at 9 a.m. I'm like, you realize that's like 6 a.m. for my time, and I'm usually not alive until noon. So. You know what? It's Great. so funny you say that because I saw on your Instagram that you arrived in New York, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we should have them in studio. And it was too late because we kind of booked I this last minute. Out, so. yeah, that's what I flew out here for, Lauren. I flew out oh here to, to be in studio. And now that this happened, so I guess we're just going to do it by phone. Wait, I am so mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I would have loved to have you in studio. Are you going to go over to yeah. Solace and work out with Kenny Santucci after, or what's going on? Uh, so he's he's got a new gym now. He's not at Solace anymore. I'm actually going to go work out at his new spot today. Oh really? He's not uh, there? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, no, he's not at Solace anymore. He he's he's got it's in the same area. I'm actually at the Mondrian, which is like right around the corner. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so oh my gosh, I, you were twenty it, blocks away from our studio. You were literally so close on the east side. This is sucks. so annoying. Oh my gosh, we this blew it, so Johnny. Annoying. Johnny, we blew were, it, man. Lauren, listen, <laughs> you know what? Flew all the way out here. All right, it's okay. I'm gonna show up. Lag. I'm gonna show up at your yeah. hotel room with a bottle of whiskey and uh, some popcorn. Uh, hey, so. I'm in. Well, you don't have to. I got a, I got a whole mini bar with fun stuff in it. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm there. Yeah. Um. Well, I want to say congratulations okay. on Celebrity Sleepover. That's pretty cool. Thank you. I mean, thank you. Kelly so much. Kapowski is clearly your favorite guest, right? I can't, I don't pick favorites, man. They're like my kids. You know what I mean? I got children coming on the oh, show. Oh, please, so it's like Kelly all, helped make all. you a man. Okay, she I, helped make I you a love man. Them I love them all individually, okay. But I gotta say, mm. I gotta say, there is not a guy out there, okay, that 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 grew up in you know the '90s watching Saved by the Bell and 90210 that did not would not 
jump at the idea of having a sleepover with Kelly Kapowski, and I got to do it. Not only got to, <laughs> I got to do that, we got to we got to drink wine. She told me stories about things, mm. and uh, we got to we got to do a bizarre foods game where. I got to eat strange foods with her as well. So I mean it was uh yeah. it, 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 it was it was it was quite the night. It was a lot of fun. And that episode premiered yeah. April third. So the yep. show is it's live now. Um or not live, but it's it's airing now. Um what is it, every yep. every Monday, every Tuesday? Every Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Every well, I mean technically it is almost it's basically Sunday, but it's every Saturday after SNL. Mm-hmm. Uh we got a we got an excellent opening act, you know, with, with SNL. We get to follow in, in an amazing time slot. Yeah. Yeah, we okay. had Kelly as our first yeah. guest. Our next guest is uh, Cynthia Bailey. Um, you know, for all the Housewives fans out there. Then we got Sammy Hagar. Um, yeah, you, know, you have a great lineup, Johnny. I mean, the yeah. only thing is it must have been weird for you to be like, Kelly, you've been in my spank bank since literally I was, you know, 14 <laughs> years old. This is this is yeah, so well, full circle. Well, I mean, listen, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a kid show, so I wasn't able to actually go that far. But I mean, listen, we uh, we it, it, it's P. Listen, the show's PJ rated. All right, so, I know, but my um, show isn't okay. So I know, <laughs> just kidding. I got you. No, so we uh, uh, listen again with with Kelly and uh, and and Cynthia and Sammy. It's like, yeah, we got to we got to do things. We got to you know. I have to make margaritas with with with, with Sammy Hagar. It's like who gets yeah. to do that? No, that's it's awesome. Um, it's really cool. It's it's very cool. And I and I like. I just read an article. I think that you you recently um you recently said that you you're adulting now. You know, like and I and I like yeah. that. I really I like that that you said that. It's it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to at some point. As much as mm-hmm. I did not want to grow up, uh, you know, and stay in Never Neverland as Peter Pan for the rest of my life. I right. mean, yeah, at some point, man, you got to leave the nest. And um, you know, this has just been an excellent opportunity to go from the Johnny Bananas everybody knows mm-hmm. on the Challenge and on reality TV, and not lose that, but really just right. kind of figure out a way to to, to improve upon that mm-hmm. and and just be a more well-rounded. I mean, listen, as you know, hosting is a whole different animal, okay? And going from reality TV, where it's all about absorbing all the oxygen in the room right. and, you know, being the loudest, most over-the-top, in-your-face, talkative person to then doing <laughs> the exact opposite and, 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 and almost playing second fiddle and, 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 you know, being a listener, which I've never been, been great at. <laughs> um, it's really helped me. It's really helped me just just kind of uh, evolve into a more complete uh, television personality, and, and and it's been a it's it's been a really cool uh, process. Yeah, I mean, I I do. I give you a lot of respect, and I give you a lot of credit for what you've done, the way you have evolved your career. You've been around for twenty seasons of you know yeah. the challenge, and 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 you've managed to make yourself this household name, which I have to say, it's it's not easy. So so, and, and you've done it. Yeah. So you should be incredibly yeah. proud of yourself. Um, you know, just thinking about that. Thank you. Yeah. And, 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 and it, I mean, yeah, 15 years, 20 mm-hmm. seasons. I mean, I would, I always, I always like to say, I'm like, like the movie, the Truman show with uh, Jim <laughs> Carrey. It's like, I feel like I'm Truman, man. Like the yeah. real life version of that. Like I've grown up in reality TV and, right. and people have been able to watch my, my ups and downs, my goods, my bads. We've laughed, we've cried. It's yeah. like, you know, and and there's some moments that were incredibly cringeworthy, but there was also some really magical moments that, like, I'm I'm so grateful to have been able to share with the world. But um, right. but yeah, again, it's it's it it really has been this really cool evolution, and 
Yeah. You know, I still think back to when I first got cast on The Real World, and my parents are like, wait a minute, let me get this straight. You just went to college for four years that we <laughs> helped pay for, and now you're going to use your degree for what? Right. And uh, here, here we are, this, and, and, you know, here we are this, long, this, this, this many years later, a decade mm. and a half, and I've managed to take the platform and, and, and the challenge platform and MTV and really, like, use that to, like, develop who I am, develop yes. this person, and, and, and now springboard into uh, another really cool, um, you know, L- industry. Okay, so now your parents are proud of you, right? Now, it took a now while, but my dad finally has come around. <laughs> okay, good. Now, bananas has yes. finally come around. I mean, as, yeah. as they should be proud of you, but I can imagine if I was in their shoes and my children were like, Mom, we're going to go be on MTV and get drunk and fight with people yeah. um, on camera, I'd yeah. be like, oh, that's yeah. cool. No, you're effing not. Um, but it is yes. funny. I yes. will say reality TV is a lot more forgiving to men than women, and I do not consider myself a feminist by any means. I, you know, I, I work hard and I, I claw my way to the top and, and, and do what I have to do, but I I do think that you're very lucky that some of the shit that you've done, it totally gets swept under the rug. And if I did it, I mean, I probably would be like canceled by now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I also, I also had the, the luxury of making the majority of, of my mistakes and my growing pains, uh, before the advent of social media, that's yeah. that's another that's another <laughs> huge game changer. I mean, yeah. before, dude, you there were you you didn't there was no direct contact, there was no direct line uh, so to, true. to 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 people. And and again, I mean, to piggyback off what you said, it really is kind of a, a, a reality TV in general. I mean, yeah. you, you, when 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 you think about it, like what makes reality TV? What makes it interesting? It's it's or what makes it. Uh, desirable for people and it's the drama and it's yes. the hookups and yes. it's all the the it's all that uh that 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 tension and that friction mm-hmm. and you could be the greatest personality in the world but it's like nah we're gonna take the few times that you messed up or you said this or you did this you know 100 this tasteful thing and that's what we're gonna show mm-hmm. so it's almost like they highlight all of your most you know your worst personality traits as opposed to the positive ones because in what because people love to hate you know people want a villain to hate you know what i mean oh totally totally and again yeah it's it's been a it's been a learning process and i'm just glad that i was able like i said to make the majority of my of my uh uh mistakes when i was uh when i was younger when i had a lot of time to grow and evolve and again before the advent of uh social media right and you i think what you yeah. said it's it's funny because people i think people know that now about reality tv most people, when they watch it, they know a lot of it's scripted. They know the producers are piecing it all together mm-hmm. to get the best possible reactions from the viewers. Yeah. So, so we know that. We know it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it, We get you it. You know what you do? What's funny is even though, you know, and this is coming from someone who's been on reality, you yeah. still like, I'll watch TV and I'm like, oh my yeah. God, I hate this person. Yes! But then I have to like <laughs> step back for a second and be like, what? okay. Exactly. Uh, anybody should have a little understanding and right. and, and for, for and, and, a le- and leeway for people it's you because i know so there's been so many times when i've been what i feel like unfairly unfairly edited yes and i'm like but that's not what i meant or that's not what i said or that's but it's like then you have to sit back and be like okay but then at the end of the day they're making a tv show and it's like they that's what they need they need that friction they need that heat they need that tension it's like celebrity magazines you never hear about the couples who are happy you never hear about (laughs) oh this couple you always hear about who cheated on who who divorced who who's Mm -hmm. having like who slid into who's the, you know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> yes. what people want. I mean, that's what, that's what, 
gets people going dude, right. is, is the is the negativity not the positivity yeah no you're but. you're very strong johnny that's i can't actually imagine um watching myself and kind of thinking like oh wait i didn't mean that i meant to say something nice or yeah. like nowadays it's like you could be painted as a racist or a misogynist or, or just anything and not even mean it and then all of a sudden you find yourself you know just getting absolutely crucified on Twitter and, and social media. So I, um, I give you, I give you lots of props. So now I just want to quickly ask you, do you pay attention to the Oscars? Cause I want to ask you, what is your top pick for best picture? Cause I'm obsessed oh, with dude, movies. This yeah. And year, I, I usually, I yeah. love award season. Yes. I didn't even, I didn't even know they were going to have, I mean, are they going to have one? Has there been oh, any movie? Don't really? disappoint me. You're disappointing me. No. No. All right, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me the picks, and I'll tell you. Okay. And, and I'll tell you which way I'm okay. going. Okay. All right. So, best picture. Okay. Ready? Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. No. Okay. okay. Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, and The Father. Have you seen any of oh those my movies? God. You've seen none of them? No, I didn't even know there was movies. I like oh watching my Netflix. Gosh. I'm a Netflix guy. Like half I just of these are on Netflix, bro. For the last year. Dude, are they? I mean, yes. I just got done watching. I just got done. Listen, I got a lot of TV. I got to watch right Wait, now. You the just got a six-hour plane I got to watch myself. I got to watch myself <laughs> on Celebrity Sleepover. Um, Wait, but, did man, you hear like, what I said? I, just, I said you had what? a six-hour plane ride. You have no excuse. Six hours. Uh, you, have. you know what? The TVs, the TVs weren't working. They had to reset. The I feel system, like you're so lying. Are you lying? I feel like you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even just over the phone, I can tell you're just lying through your teeth, bro. So, um, oh, man. okay. So, I, you know what? Yeah. It's been a while since I've like sat that sat down and actually <laughs> sat through an entire movie. But uh, you know what? You're gonna have to send me that list, and, okay. I, and I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch all of them, and then yeah. I will get back to you, and I'll okay. let you know which one. Uh, you're which so one is my favorite. Funny, you know, I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, my pick for the top, the the okay. best picture, it's gonna have to be either Judas and the Black Messiah or Minari. Okay. Minari, I loved Minari. It was extremely heartwarming. Um, okay, and promising young woman. We that, could all use yeah. a little heartwarming. Yes. I feel like we could all use a little heartwarming with this with this last year that we. Oh had. my gosh! It just no, seems like there's just so totally. much. You know, you want to talk about heartwarming? I'll tell you what's heartwarming is having is having sleepovers with your favorite celebrities <laughs> yes. in your PJs. That's heartwarming. I agree. You want to see heartwarming? You should watch. You should watch uh, uh, Cynthia Bailey uh, teach me how to do makeup. I and mean, that's that's, that's coming up on Saturday night. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the next uh, episode that airs. That's so exciting. No, that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am going to be encouraging everybody to watch this because I do think it's very fun. And if you are a Johnny Bananas fan, it will be awesome um, for people to get to see you in this new role as a host because again you yeah. you do have this sort of um, adult thing about you adult like thing where I'm like oh he he is a little grown up now that's kind of sexy you know I like right? that I like that his, I a, his shirts I on a couple <laughs> of gray hairs I got a couple of gray hairs in my beard Ooh, tell now. me like, more man, tell me more <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Okay, well, I've got some gray hairs on my chest as well. Oh, right. wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah. into it. I'm into it. Yeah, come in. Um, <laughs> no, this has been this has been awesome. So I, I really appreciate this, and I, I wish you all the best. Um, I, I love following you. I've been a fan of yours for a very long time. And, um, again, I, I do like seeing this adult side of you. So thank you, Johnny. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, my um, handle is Lauren underscore interviews. You can repost and retweet everything. Lauren um, underscore interview. Yes, that's it. me. Um, and okay. yeah, this will be out for next week, and I'm just so excited. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And if good. you need this any New York City recommendations, I'm your girl. Okay. All right. Yeah. You uh, got me. I need to know where I get my haircut. 
Oh, okay. I can help you with that. Yeah. Good I, I can help you with that. Good thing, good thing this wasn't a, a Zoom interview because my hair is all sorts of all over the place right now. So oh, um, don't worry. I'd, forgi- yeah. I'd forgive you. If there's some gray in it, I'd forgive you. So. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, most of those I, I plucked out. So no, I think uh, no, it's just it's all over. It's all over. The, this bedhead to the max. Okay. So don't forget to email me, lauren.conlin at wabcradio.com. Tell me what you think of the two-guest format. And two guests, I mean two separate guests. If you like it, maybe I'll try something like this more often. Or maybe red carpets will come back soon and I can start doing them again. That would be great. Um, For those of you that started listening during the pandemic and you haven't heard any of the red carpet episodes, you should go back and listen because they're fun. And I give you the inside scoop of what's going on and how unglamorous these carpets can actually be and just what a shit show they can be. So, um, oh, and don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple if you like this podcast. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter for more of my life and more of my updates. Lauren underscore interviews on Instagram and at Conlin underscore Lauren on Twitter. Until next time, thanks for listening.